welcome to another episode of Black Boy Joy Podcast. It's me here, Kieran, and... Me, Ainsley. And how are you, Ainsley? How's it going? I'm doing all right. I'm, like, literally... I say this every time I start the podcast, but I'm fucking... I'm freezing cold, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too bad either. Not too bad at all. Um, a question I wanted to ask at the very beginning was... Have you or will you be putting your Christmas tree up anytime soon? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking because, about? It's still not because what, usually, right, so this is a debate I've been seeing. Usually I wait till start of December. Mm. However, because there's been nothing to do for so long, I'm feeling really Christmassy this year, like more than usual. I don't know why, really Christmassy. To the point where I'm thinking I want to buy a new tree, you know, even wrap some tints around the banister. It's like I'm just going crazy. Like, um, me, and my really friends, think- um, me and my friends <laughs> will talk about this today, actually. Um, she was saying that like there's already um, there's already like homes with like Christmas trees and Christmas decorations up, mm. and I was saying that's them jobless people, man. Them people ain't got nothing else to do with their time. <laughs> because well, none of us have nothing else to do. I think that's why. Um, I'm gonna cave in soon, though. I think maybe mid mid November. We're a few days off, aren't we? And it's um, I think it's time. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I actually hate. I, I hate putting up Christmas decorations. It's just like I find it boring. I don't really get much out of them being up either. I'm not good at like you know like kind of like visual sort of stuff like putting a room together. Well, like the design aspect is yeah is, yeah is a yeah. Struggle. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to like at home home. Um, it wasn't even a deliberate tradition. It just it just kind of happened. But what we used to do is we only put the Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve every single year. Mm-hmm. It would just happen every year. We'd be like, "Oh, we need, we need to put it up in good time," but we'd end up doing it the day before Christmas. Um, but I think we were quite particular. I, I feel like most of us had very good taste, so tinsel was always outlawed. Like, there's never any question about that. <laughs> never coloured lights, just black, like plain lights. And then we'd have like maybe silver and gold, sometimes red as well, but never too many colours. Right. Um, chocolates as well, I think, because they were too garish. The chocolates didn't go on the tree either. Yeah. But one one year we managed to persuade like the powers that be that we're going to put chocolates on the tree. But, um, Why would you? Put, yeah, I've never heard chocolates on a tree. You must have done. They're like um, they're shaped like they're like, either shaped in like a gnome shape or I Santa. You're talking about, but I, we never did that. We never did that at home. My grandma used to do it, but at, like at home, with parents we didn't do it too often. But when we did do it. Obviously, they didn't last very long, even though the, the tree, there were nothing on the tree as well. But they get eaten in next to no time. So I might do it this year. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that soon because there's just nothing to look forward to at the moment. Mm-hmm. We're in lockdown too. Um, all I'm doing currently is just working and applying for other jobs. Yeah. Um, How are you doing in lockdown too? Um, I have to say, it's not, it's not actually that different to this period we had before like you know so basically post eat out to work out eat out to help out about. so post eat out to help out and before lockdown too um things haven't really changed in that little period between then and now mm-hmm. um so i've been at home most days maybe leave the house once or twice i had like a small a very very small social bubble um but then since lock this since this new lockdown it's just been me and my flatmate mm-hmm. and yeah it hasn't really changed that much i think for me because i live so central in newcastle um even if i'm not going out too much because you always see people outside the window and stuff and it's so busy outside it doesn't feel too i don't feel too cut off from what's going on around yeah. me um how are you dealing with it i'm just over it i'm over it like it's only just begun and i'm already over it I'm going to say got a few weeks yet. Um, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> the last time when lockdown two started, like I was ready to play ball. I understood the cause, everything like that. I wasn't really complaining that much, but now I'm just like I'm just so over it, man. I've like, yeah, I, I mean, I've stuck to it pretty much like since it began, like last weekend. But I'm just not happy about it at all. Because it's like cold now, and yeah, they've been like all locked up in our homes as usual. Yeah, it's my actually, this is I must have told you before, but I love autumn and winter, you know, it's my favorite time of the year. I think you're mad for that, you know. Hmm? I think you're mad for that. I just love it, I love the coziness. I mean, obviously, it's it's, as long as we got the heating on and it's not too cold indoors, I I really like it. Um, 
I think I probably I probably said in the previous episode I like the lack of social pressure to do anything as well. <laughs> whereas, in, whereas in summer, um, if you don't go out, you feel walkless because everyone's like, "Why are you coming out, man? It's a nice day." Whereas now, yeah. if it's raining or it's just freezing outside or we're in lockdown, then I can stay at home and like I can be left alone and no one's gonna bother me. Like, I love it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happier during summertime. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, you said you have said this on another podcast before, and I, I I can't I can't agree with that. Like autumn and winter, winter especially is the worst time of the year, especially like not January, like January, February. That's like the worst time of the whole year. Yeah, I think most people agree January is a shit month. I think it's just so long as well, and everyone's waiting to get paid, and everyone's broke. Um, Everyone trying yeah. to do that, like New Year's resolution shit as well. So like, um, they're not drinking or they're not like they're trying to like detox or whatever that lasts for like a week. I'm trying to think if I stuck to mine. Well, don't you just stick to mine? What did, what did I say I was going to do this year for New Year's resolution? I can't even remember to be honest. We, we did say on a, we did say on the podcast on. Um, I was say it's, it's a while ago though. Isn't it? It um, oh, but to be fair though, I think most most people haven't been able to do anything this year just because of lockdown and COVID. Um, yeah. Wasn't it something to do with languages for you? Yeah, like continuing. Yeah. And here we are, what, 10 months later. Nothing, not, not much has happened. And I can't really blame that on anything because you can do all that stuff online. Mm. Um, that's an ongoing one, though. And I think I've spoken to you about which languages I want to learn and what needs to be improved. Um, but it's just, it's just a case of opening the textbooks and getting started and then finding language partners online. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. My, my motivation for most things at the moment is just pretty low. I just like I'm happy, but like, I'm I'm all right, but I'm just bored. Yeah. But we'll see how it passes. I've actually been learning a language myself in learning Spanish for I don't even know how long now, last few now well, I'd say last like four or five months. I didn't know that. I thought you were like dipping your toes in, but I didn't know you'd actually been looking at it here and there for, for a while. Well, yeah, cause, well, um, so I've been using Duolingo. So, mm. I mean, I should probably say <laughs> um, that, like, I got, got into a relationship with a Spanish speaker. Yeah. And so, since so that was, like, really good motivation to learn the language. And I kind of like, always want to learn it anyway. So, like, I've been learning it, like, on and off, kind of. So, like, on some, like, some weeks, I'm, like, read it on it, I'm doing Duolingo, listening to podcasts. I have like, um, I have like a Spanish, uh, a Spanish TV show that I watch, La Reina del Sur, um, which like, I, I still need to have the English subtitles on. And then sometimes when I, um, when I watch the English show, if it has Spanish subtitles, I'll put the Spanish subtitles on so I can... Oh yeah, I like doing that, yeah. Yeah, so I can, uh, I can learn that as well. But it needs to be more consistent. Yeah, it's just it's it's like picking. It's a good way of picking up like um, vocabulary passively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done that with French. Um, what I've done recently is I found a Netflix uh, series. Well, it's not it's not by Netflix. It's really popular in France. It's called um, it's called Ten Percent in French, but over here it's called Call My Agent. It's all on um, yeah on Netflix. But what I've started doing now is I'll put it in French with French subtitles mm-hmm. um, because I haven't. I feel I've got this kind of fear of just watching. Just you know, without any kind of subtitles at all. Yeah. But I think it feels like a big leap between reading what they're saying and just relying on what you can hear. Yeah. Because obviously, like you're like the kind of the speech you hear in day to day life and the speech that you hear when you're watching a TV show that's so different to what you learn when you're reading books or textbooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I find is a lot of the time you'll hear one thing and you think they've said something that rhymes with that, but it's, it's completely different what they're saying. Yeah, but it's just the uh, the practice. I mean, if anyone is listening has got any specific language learning tips for really improving your listening comprehension, I would be happy for some pointers because uh, that's been my biggest hurdle with French for years and years. Just the the listening, the speaking, the speaking is just a matter of practice. Like if I don't speak for a while, my speaking ability is shit. If I speak frequently, then I'm absolutely happy with it. But listening is oof, difficult. Man. Mm-hmm. So. Um... What have you been doing for? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go and ask you. 
I actually genuinely don't know, to be fair. So. What I've been doing for... The listeners are going to find out the same time that I will. Like, um, oh God, what are you going to ask me? I mean, chatting for anyone. What's been going on with this, uh, with this, um, this single, um, this love, love life is dating? Love life in 2020, wasn't that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've just been on the apps as usual. Um, I met someone the other day. It doesn't happen very often, especially with me, as you know, I'm quite discerning these days. Um, and apart from that, it's just been chatting online here and there. Um, I still haven't tried, maybe I'm being a bit of a scaredy cat, but like, you know the whole virtual dates idea that people, some, that some people have been doing this year? Yeah. It's not something I've dipped my toes in. I feel, I don't know how I feel about it. So if you, if, if you were in my position, would you be up for doing a virtual date or do you think it's a shit idea well so interesting you say this because um that's all uh, my boyfriend now we met so the lockdown yeah. part one we met the day before the day before lockdown was supposed to happen in person and then lockdown happened yeah and so we weren't able to see each other like we did like go for like socially distance walks so, so to speak <laughs> We did do that, but like, um, we like had to like. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were socially distanced here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> no, right. So you went on social distance walks, and yeah, but like, obviously, like you can't, you can't, like you can't see each other. Like, um, so we didn't do like virtual dates per se, but we did do like you know, like WhatsApp, like WhatsApp, like video chats. Oh right, yeah. But you'd already met him. You'd already, you'd already met in person, though. We'd met in person once, and then, yeah. um, and then like we'd met though we'd met like sporadically, like maybe like once a week or so to like go for a walk around the park, or whatever. But in between yeah. those times, we'd do like we'd do kind of like what we're doing now, like Zoom chats or um, or WhatsApp web chats, and I think that worked okay because like it wasn't formal. It wasn't like a formal date where. Mm-hmm. Even like you're meeting, like the first time you see someone, it's going to be like over a screen. You have to try and like see. That's what's really strange about it. But then, when I think like you can, you can spend ages talking to someone on an app online, not even know what their voice sounds like. Yeah, whether it's grind, grinder or Tinder. I've I've yet to try Hinge. Um, yeah, you haven't tried Hinge. I haven't actually. People seem quite fond of it. Hinge um, is my favorite one of all of them. So, so like, have you even downloaded it or? No, I just, I think I'm stuck in my way. So I'm, I'm, no, I'm nothing against it at all. I, I could download it. I mean, what makes it, what makes it better in your opinion? So uh, basically, I like Hinge because it allows me to judge people more. Basically, <laughs> that's a frank answer. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the way Hinge is different to um, to Tinder. So Tinder is basically all about your photos. Everything that like, everything hinges yeah. on on your photos but on yeah. hinge it's um it's like a mixture between like so you basically you have six photos that you can put on no more than six yeah and then they have like auto prompts that you have to you have to say something about yourself so um it, you know, it has a question and, and you have a choice of them and you have to answer them so mine were i can't remember what mine were when i was on hinge now it was something like um um, what was one? I'm really trying if to. You... Yeah, so I think yeah. What like what's your most controversial opinion? Basically, like that was one of them. That I oh, think... that's good. But well, I heard one more. It's it's not to do dating apps, but just a general getting to know you question was um oh, if you're gonna DJ a party, what song would you start with? Yeah, yeah, stuff, think, like, stuff yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like yeah. that. It probably like icebreakers, isn't it? So like. Yeah. So you, when um, when you answer, it gives you something that you can say to the other person. Oh, that's, um, that's a good idea. I'm like, oh, I some people <laughs> used to like used to say like the dumbest shit in the world, man. Or like I used to judge people based on like their answers. Like people always used to do the same one. So the ones that are most common were there was one called like two truths and a lie, and then um, and then like, they'd say three things about the one that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like um, Corison looking for another person. Oh, like someone who likes to travel, someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, something like that. This is like literally yeah, everyone. I think. Yeah, I've heard people like make 
or take take the piss out of that before saying everyone likes to travel. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's true though, who doesn't like to travel? Um, but I'm also blank, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Uh, we should make yes. a, we should make yeah, a yeah. profile for you. Yeah, you know, I need to take some new photos because I've, I've got good photos, but they're all like, I feel... You need to have photos taken in the last six months. I haven't been doing anything, doing anything this year, so I've not really been taking any pictures. Well, I took one. Your photo yeah. doesn't need to be representative of the way you look now. Exactly. Which one I want to take? I want to take recent ones, I think. Like, you look the same now that you did in a year ago? I don't think so. How do you look different? <laughs> I, think, I think my face looks the same. I don't know about my midriff, but yeah. <laughs> Are you planning on like, taking like, topless photos or shit on No, 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 not like that. But um, I don't know, like, I, I just want them to be recent, I guess. Um, yeah, definitely. So, six photos, some icebreaker questions. I heard you can have an ethnicity filter as well. You can, which is yeah, you can be kid controversial. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sorry, go so, on. So, no, carry on. One thing that I found when I was on Hinge is that I saw so many black men on it because of that ethnicity filter. Mm. There were a lot of gays in London who were, if, if you're a white gay, yeah, there were a lot of them that will take it off. So if I've got it on, that means that like they will keep showing up, people are taking the same people for me because like the pool is smaller. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. That's um, the part. So um, I put that if I put that on up here, I'd be getting people from like York, maybe a handful in Scotland, and then Manchester further down. Because in like you know the immediate well, yeah. neighbouring in Newcastle neighbouring cities, there can't be many of us. Judging by Grinder, no, there's not many. Um, I know there was a bit of a hoo ha when Grinder sort of ethnicity filter away. Oh um, yeah, because some people thought it was you know racist or whatever you want to call it, but. I think they didn't appreciate that a lot of ethnic minorities use it to find people that are from the same background as them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I personally feel like if someone doesn't want this, if someone doesn't want to see me because of my ethnicity, then I don't really mind. I'm like, well, that's one less one less person to, to cross paths with who could be a dickhead. So it's true. Well, yeah. yeah. I think it called that the same argument that like the well, the one that I keep preaching is that like I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna be waste my time with people who are not interested in me. So. Like, yeah. If you wanted to, like, if you wanted to have your no black filter and have your no black filter, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference to me. What one way or the other, to be honest with you. Exactly. Oh, I'm I'm excited to try Hinge now. Is that is that gonna be my homework assignment between now and the next time? One hundred. That's I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I have a follow up segment. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. And another great thing about Hinge, because like I I mentioned before that like. I like it better because you could judge people and you can because um, they have like a, a thing in it where it shows like your vital statistics like basically it's one of the first things that you see so like yeah. I usually it's, it's bad I used to eliminate people like solely based on that so um, you Is could, it statistic? What what do you get like a you get like an overall score rating or something? Like, it's not a rating but like so for instance you could say your height on it you could say your mm. ethnicity you could say if you are a smoker if you took drugs, if I right. said, um, I said no. Well, I didn't. I, know, I think I didn't answer that one. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can, and what you can also say, like your, like if you're religious or not, if you want to have children or not, and mm. your um, your political worldview, and the political one was um, was was intro was um, very useful for me. <laughs> You know what though? I think it saves it saves time. Um, and I don't get into politics too much, but you know, I have typically been like more towards the right. Yeah. Whereas in twenty twenty, I've had more of a shift towards the centre. And I now understand when people say no Tories, whereas before I kind of understood it, but I kind of thought it's just really childish. Yeah. I get why when it comes to looking at a potential relationship, why people would be quite strict about the political views of their potential partner. Like, mm-hmm. I, I completely get it now. Before, I kept, I was a bit more like, you know, oh, it shouldn't matter too much. But now I'm just like, yeah, be exclusionary as you want, whether you're right and don't want to date anyone left or you're left and you don't want to date anyone right. Yeah. Um, it just saves everyone time. Because I, I, I used to see a common complaint back, um, going a few years back now, like on Grindr, 
people would say, oh, why are people saying their political views on their Grinder profile? I'm yeah. thinking because it just cuts to the chase and just, you just make sure that we don't waste each other's time if we know this fundamental thing going to clash on. I just don't want to fuck a Tory either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a common like standpoint, but I, I, I get it. I get it. I understand it. Um, yeah, like, sometimes it makes people. Just, I think to myself like maybe like sort of like one or two slip through the cracks. <laughs> like, I don't know. What well, the vetting systems failed or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Haven't had you know the, the the checks and place weren't rigorous enough or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's, I think that's good though. Um, I, I think maybe it's just it's about striking the right balance between filtering out who you want, but then may, not being maybe too demanding and having too long a list of requirements and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I guess when I download the app, I will be able to judge for myself. One hundred percent. Yeah, and you need yeah. to come up. You need to come up with three good captions. So you know what I was saying before, these need to be like three interesting ones. You see, you need captions to be like famous quotes or just things. No, just so like, yeah, so like um, the, like the auto prompt that they give you, you need to choose one, yeah. one that's interesting. Believe me, I am more than happy to workshop them with you, <laughs> No, no, I, I have to do this one myself, it's part of the assignment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a scene that I'm looking forward to this, a new app. Yeah, cool. Hindran, get on it. I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to remember like what mine were. I think it was. Yeah, I'm not, I remember now. So one was like, what was like, what's your most controversial opinion? And mine was that um, Faith is better than Buffy, <laughs> which is a very... Um, cont- what's better than Buffy? Faith is better than Buffy. It's very contextual. So like, you know, Buffy's vampire slayer. Yeah. There's like yeah. a character in it that I was saying is better than the main character. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I used to get some traction with that. Like some, like some, some guy messaged me on Hinge once. Like, and if it was like a moral failing of mine that I had that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, people get passionate about their TV shows, don't they? And their fan clubs and stuff. And then another one was, was like, what's on your bucket list or something? What have you always wanted to do? Mm. Mine was, um, oh yeah, like um, I wanna, I wanna. Um, be the subject of a life drawing class, which is actually true. The subject uh, of a of a life drawing class. So oh, like, looks like just sit nude in front of all the all the um, yeah. art students. Yeah, which is actually true. Yeah. Like that is like on my bucket list to do. But then, of course, like some guys are necessarily being like, "Oh, um, I'll like um, I I can I can help you with this, or I'll be the artist." Even though I can't. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what were you, what were you expecting, really? Like, if you're going to put that on your profile, like... <laughs> yeah, but like, obviously, I'm not a serious person. Am I might so, thought, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not to be serious. <laughs> I mean, um, it's definitely interesting, like posing. I think, I think, as long as you don't get hard on, it's it's all good, isn't it? I'm um, gonna get a hard on. It's like it'd be cold. It'd be like you'd be cold, won't it? And you'll have like people's eyes on you like the whole time. Well, I don't know. That might turn some people on. I guess. Like, I guess so. Watched, um, but, um... I feel like I'll very, <laughs> if I did it, if no, when I do it, I'll feel very exposed. <laughs> right. Well, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, la- the last one was just some generic one, like. Actually, no, I think it was about sort of like what you're looking for in another partner. And I said something stupid like um, someone who stays, stays hydrated, knows, who, knows how to communicate and knows how to do the electric slide. And okay. That my, yeah, that was my like... It's, it's a bit cheesy, but it's nice. I like it. That was my like subtle cut, like sort of hint that like black men are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, so it's not, it's not reward. I think, you know what, I think it is actually kind of subtle to, to someone who didn't know. Um, exactly, yeah. Like, we go over the head. Yeah, it wouldn't, yeah. Have, been, it wouldn't have been subtle for us. But, yeah. like, if people didn't it's know... It's like a secret it. password, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, people used to ask me, like, a few people used to ask me, like, what is the electric slide? <laughs> or oh, what's so special about the electric slide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. No, that's, that's interesting. So, hinge, hinge, hinge. Cool. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I want to take some more pictures actually because I haven't used my camera at all this year. Because, uh, like I said, I, I usually I take pictures at social events and stuff. Um, but it's just been a year of being in the house, really. 
You are a very social photographer, aren't you? Well, that's, I think that's, I feel like there needs to be a special occasion. Like, I'm never going to be the kind of person that wants to take a picture, like a mirror selfie or something like that. Yeah. Um, I also, I'm awkward if someone's taking a picture of me. I prefer when I don't know. It's always yeah. the best way. If someone stands in front of me with a camera and, and like, oh, you know, make a pose or get nearer to the other person, put your arm around that other person. Yeah. Then it's just, it's just a painful experience. But then if, I, if I'm taking a picture, then it's, uh, I've got no problem with that at all. At all. When we went so, um, we, we were on holiday in Barcelona um, at Primavera Festival, you took some fire photos. I've never looked so hot before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was like my first like um, kind of venture into because I only had my camera for a few weeks then. So I looked back on some of those and thought, oh, you know, when you look at things you can improve on because it's, it's like a always learning kind of mm, um, yeah. cycling and passing. And I, know, I, know, and I think, I know because the photography world is quite big and it's probably quite bitchy as well. Someone like me who's like a, pretty much an amateur, like, you know, or like, um, I'm a lesser end of enthusiast. Yeah. I feel like, oh, you know, someone's going to see my pictures, like who knows what they're talking about and something, think they're all shit or something. But yeah, I guess it's just about having fun and just trying to take good pictures, really. Yeah. Do you remember? But I'm just looking forward to having an excuse to take more. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we were on that balcony in the um, in the Airbnb and Betty just had a photo shoot? <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a rotation. Everyone came one by one. To the balcony. <laughs> I think was it um, at one of our friends, one of our mutual friends, was working at the hardest. Like you know, she brought a chair, was sitting on the chair backwards. <laughs> then she got rid of the chair, and then she just sat on the floor like with the one leg cocked out. Like every single angle, I was like, "You have been practicing your poses. Like this is too good." It's like. <laughs> It's like she's on the actual photo shoot, and then yeah. she's also helping. She was helping me like direct other people and what poses to take. Yeah, it's like you're really good at this. It's like you should get a camera yourself. Like she was like, she's she's really good at this. Like, she like, was yeah. great. Like she was a great art director. Like telling people yeah, like, where definitely. to go, what angles we should be at, and stuff. So like give credit yeah. credit to you. But obviously, like this friend like does the most. She's always just so, so extra. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not surprising to anyone that um, that she'd be doing that when the camera got on there. I'm just really looking forward to um, the next time we can go on holiday. Um, definitely. It has to be some of Spanish speaking now as well, doesn't it, Ainsley? Surely. Surely. Wow. Well, um, now that um, the US election have gone the way, the way that we wanted it to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can add the US to, like, to my list of um, our places that I can visit. And I've mm. always been meaning to go because I've never been to New York before. Like, I've studied music, I studied English literature. Obviously, so heavily tied to tied to the US, and I've never been mm. to New York before. So, um, as soon as like Joe Biden like was well confirmed, was projected to win or whatever, yeah, I've been looking at um, I've been looking at um, going there in the summertime. And I think well, I think like with the election. As has been pointed out by many people, we're not. It's, the excitement isn't so much about Joe Biden coming into power. It's about Trump coming out of power. I don't know much about Biden myself. If I'm kind of full disclosure, but he doesn't seem to be, you know, I don't know. Like he's not like some kind of messiah figure, is he? No. Well, I think. Well, me for starters, I'm just glad that the election is over to start with. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was literally like glued to. I, I used the Guardian News. Mm. Um, so the election starts on the Tuesday, and from that Tuesday all the way up until the Saturday, I was like refreshing like every two minutes. Like, uh, yeah, the Google, yeah, because it's um, the counting process and all the, the, the volume of postal votes. It was really, it was like torture, wasn't it? Just drawn out. It was, <laughs> yeah, it really was like torture. Like, I was looking. I'm looking at counties that I've never heard of before in states that I will never visit. Like, <laughs> to see if, um, if this vote will come through for um, the Democrats or not. I've never been so invested in, a, um, in an election before in my life. That's not, that's not a UK one anyway. Like even more yeah. so, I'd say, than the 2016 election. All, all bold farmers. It's strange. Cause I thought Trump... if So... I said, I think my plan must have asked me like the night before the election, like, oh, who do you think is going to win? And I was like, oh, it really could go either way. But having said that, I still, I was still surprised that Trump didn't win. 
because I really thought people were going to turn up for him. Um, and it's only, I think, from what people said, it's the efforts of like some like black um, activists, especially black women activists, yeah. who've really tried to like, fight against the voter suppression and get people out and voting. Because yeah. we know that a higher, a higher turnout works in Democrats' favour, typically. Yeah. Um, and that's what could have swung it in many places. And I think it was brilliant. Well, um, the state of Georgia had been, I think he said that he'd been Republican since 1992, so like over, well over 20 years. Mm. And in the state of Georgia, they had um, Stacey Abrams, who had run, I think it was the year before, for like yes. governor. Yeah. And she lost by 1.4%. And she was saying that like, I lost because there's like so much voter suppression going on and so much like, so many people here, like disenfranchised, who are not able to vote, that like if yeah. they were able to vote, it would have made a difference in my election. So mm. after that, she um, she like formed like I think it was like one or two grassroots organisations to get people like engaged in the civic process and to get people registered to vote so they could make it they could like vote on election day. And now mm. like her efforts has helped turn, help Georgia turn blue, which like well. Um, that that state in particular is being contested hotly. Like it's going for a recount now. The final result yeah. has been for ages, but, but like it's a, it's a it's a huge deal. What she's done, a huge deal. It is, yeah, it is. That's what everyone should listen to. Black women. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we. Um, I think he's trying to contest it. But I don't think anything's going to come up. His like you know the whole the, the lawsuits that they're filing against certain states. Yeah, you know, asking for all the different, you know, different sections to be recounted. Um, I don't think anything will come of that. The inauguration is in, is it January or February? I can't remember. January. The inauguration. Yeah. January, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see what the, uh, what, I mean, it's some kind of good news, as everyone said. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see when the next general election is in the UK. I don't think it'll be in 2024. I think... Huh? You think everyone's seen her? Just because there's, too, there's just too much going on, isn't there? Like, I feel like, if you look at the first year of this, um, of this government, I can't see this going on for another few years. Like, you know, even like, with how, you know, docile British people are. But, I just think there'll be, there'll be too much, um, like, too much, something will happen. There'll be some kind of big term on whether they'll have to call a direction, I think, if I had to predict. Well, that's probably happening in 2024. That's not going to happen. Even if, like, even if there was turmoil, like, people would have to be literally rioting in the streets there to be another there to be another general election. Uh, yeah, I guess also because we had we've had quite a few in a short space of time, haven't we? As well. Yeah. Well, well yeah, 2015, 2017, 2019, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this is it. Like we've got the conservative government until this is it like <laughs> for the foreseeable. Yeah. We are, like, <laughs> we might as well get comfortable to honestly be like this <laughs> a long journey. Pull up a chair. Um, we should also mention um, K- Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris. Is it Kamala? I, d- I don't know how to how pronounce it. Yeah. I pronounced it Kamala, but I think it's Kamala. Right. So, I, feel yeah. bad I, don't. I feel bad I don't know because I've been aware of it the past few years, but I always see a name written now. Yeah. Hear it spoken, yeah. There have been the first um, black woman vice president. I think we should um, give her a, a big forward for that. I think we should, yeah. I know uh, every time she, every time it's brought up, everyone's like, oh, you know, she doesn't, she's been up for mass incarceration and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah. I think we're not trying to celebrate everything she's done in the past, but it's just, it's nice to see. And she's just, just a female vice president as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's, um, so definitely cause for celebration. This has given me, this has given me like a spur to get more engaged in American politics, though, because I've always been. With British politics, it's I've, like, I've naturally gotten into it over the years. With American politics, I just kind of I don't even understand like basic like you know the fundamental stuff about it. Um, but I want to get into it more. You understand about like Congress and stuff? No, I know there's a, I know there's a Senate, I know there's a House of Representatives and a House of. So the House, but like, <laughs> yeah. I think I need to just, I need to just spend a day on Wikipedia to get the basics and, and the rest will fall into place while I just follow so, these and stuff. The Congress is basically our equivalent of the Houses of Commons. Right. 
and um, there's one like um, there's a different amount for like every like every district in like every state. But um, yeah, America gets two senators, and the the um, the best equivalent you can make is that um, the senators are equivalent of like House of Lords. So right. if there's um, any big um, if there's any big legislation that Congress want to pass, it has to go through the Senate before it gets passed. Right. I think it's something like that. But like I think I have a very surface surface level knowledge of it myself. Uh, yeah, I just need to, I just need to spend the day online and um, yeah, just type in my most pressing questions into Google and see what comes up. Yeah. Like, um, I've only been to America twice, but both times it was to go to New York. Once, once was New York, and once was New York, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But I do love it there. I really like it, and, and I know it's different to visiting as a tourist. If you were living there, having to pay their extortionate rent yeah. and hold down a job, I know. I know. Obviously, there's a world of difference between those two situations, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people say it's lost its magic, and now. Um, it's got too many people who aren't from New York living there and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's still like, it's unlike anyone else I've been to. It's yeah. just, I just, oh, that's amazing. Oh, love it. Absolutely got, love it. I've got family there in, um, they're, well, they live in Delaware, which is yeah. about an hour and a half, like an hour and a half train journey um, to New York. Is Delaware a state or a city or it's a state? Yeah, it's like right. Okay, that's where Joe Biden's from. He was a senator of Delaware. Oh. But, um, he's like one of the smallest states. That's the um, that's the state. You know, you know, friends. Oh. That's the state that um, that Ross forgot when he was trying to name all fifty states. Oh right, okay. Yeah, um, uh, I've never been. I've never never gotten into friends. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, yeah, when when it was out the first time, I watched it and like I was obs- I was as obsessed with it as like everybody else was in like the nineties. Yeah. But now, like twenty years later, when it came to back to Netflix, I started watching it again. I was like, this show isn't funny. <laughs> like, isn't funny, and all of the characters are awful. I think it's it's of its time, isn't it? Um, mm. I, well, people used to well, everyone would talk about it growing up. And then I, like you, when it came to Netflix, was it 2017, 2018, wherever, whenever like it was? That, yeah. um, I, probably, I must've watched about a handful of episodes and it was all right, I thought it was, but obviously you can't judge a show that ran for years, I can't judge it by its first few episodes, but I, I just thought it was okay. Um, I don't want to go into the diversity like um, question because I know it was a different time then, but obviously the same, the same thing you say about friends, you could say about sex in the city. I think mm-hmm. these are both set in New York. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not seeing many, many non-white faces. I'm thinking it's in New York. Like, this is not realistic, really, is it? Like, yeah, <laughs> but like all of them were like that. What, what you said, sex in the city. You said friends. We then grace were just basically all white, only white people. Yeah, they were all like that. I suppose, like, but I think friends has aged particularly badly now in our, like, 2020 lens. Because, like, the characters, especially the men, were just fucking horrible people. Well, it's bad people, like. Yeah, like, really <laughs> whole people, like, awful, sexist, like. <laughs> um, I've always, like, a lot of people's favourite character in Friends is Ross. And I fucking mm. cannot stand his character. He's like, to me, he's like one of the worst characters on TV. <laughs> what do you like about him? Right. He's just like fucking, just like a, ma- a complete male chauvinist. Yeah. He's the type of person that like, what, what, what are his greatest hits? Like, um, first of all, he got, um, he, his wife left him for another woman. And then after mm-hmm. that, so like, you know, the whole Ross and Rachel saga, when like, they were went- like, so they were like, after you, yeah. <laughs> so they went on a break. They went on a break because um, he didn't like that Rachel was working with a male co worker, like a male co worker. He was like, I've seen an eight of them. He was good looking. He couldn't stand yeah. that. And that's why, that's why they went on a break. Then when they went on a break, he went and sat with somebody else and tried to hide it. Mm-hmm. And then when she broke up with him, that's what he was using as his defense. Oh. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like sport brat. Like. Yeah, he's awful. He gets yeah, he gets married to Emily, 
Well, he proposed to Emily after knowing her for like, what, six weeks. Wants her to move from England to America. Say, say the wrong bitch's name on the altar. What? Oh, God. Have you not seen all this? I've, easy, I've watched five episodes of the first season. I, I, I don't know, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think at this point, is it even worth it, though? Like, when it's this old now, the show? Like, is there um, any point? I'd probably say no to one of you. I'd say, like... Like, I think Friends, as you rightly pointed out, is of its time, so... Yeah, and I think everyone who's into it, they watched it as it was, you know, when it was coming out, rather than... I don't think you're, you're not going to any Mega Friends fans if only watched it recently. Like, is that even yeah. a thing? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's tied up in nostalgia, isn't it? I don't know. It's easier. Like, if you want to, like, if you want to remind yourself of, like, 1996 or 1997, then, mm-hmm. like, you can like, watch it for that. But, um, yeah, I think time's moved on since then. So you, so you weren't right. there for, like, the Ross and Emily saga? Ainsley, to reiterate, <laughs> I've seen the first. I've seen the first five episodes of the first season, and I watched that in 2018. Apart from that, my friend's knowledge is minimal, like pretty much non-existent, actually. Um, but speaking of 90s, though, like, so we see Netflix. Well, they, they in in America a few months ago they introduced a few um, like sort of classic black sitcoms. So it was a uh, girlfriend's Moesha and sister sister. Yeah. So now. I think you watched it. So Sister Sisters come to the UK now, Netflix. Yeah. Um, I think Girlfriends either has or is very imminently coming. And mm-hmm. Moesha is about a week away as well. Yeah. Um, for me, out of those three, I didn't really, I didn't really bother with Girlfriends, to be fair, actually. But, um, I never watched that. Yeah. But Moesha, that was amazing. That's like 90s, 1990s to me. And so I'll definitely watch that when it comes to Netflix soon. I don't remember the show, you know. I really don't remember it. I don't remember any you know, of I loved, I loved that there were so many dark-skinned characters as well. Like, you know, that's obviously a whole other debate. But, like, in this day and age, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty uncommon to see a thing, like, in one show, for example. Yeah. That, that, that many dark-skinned characters. And um, let me throw in what else we like from the 90s. Obviously, Fresh Prince, there was In the House. Um, I must have been one of the few people from our generation that actually hated Keenan and Kel. I never saw why people loved it so much. I don't think it was that good never either. Yeah, it's, it's very like slapstick comedy though, isn't it? It's 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 clownish, and I feel like it's it's. <laughs> I feel like the people who would enjoy Keenan and Kel the most are the ones who, let's say, aren't as in touch with the black culture as other people. That that was uh, how I felt about it. I thought it was a bit. Bu- I thought it was a bit buffoonish. Um, yeah. What else did I like? Um, I think, okay, one thing I discovered later, like, um, <laughs> as in, I didn't watch it when I was growing up, I just watched it in, in like, in retrospect, like, a few years ago, was, um, you know, Beverly Hills 90210? Yeah, I didn't watch that, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't watch it growing up either, like, I, I, mean, I think it started, it was, like, 1990 to maybe 97, 98, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I got the box set maybe in early 2010s or something, I was like, this is amazing, like, it's just, it's good. <laughs> it's just, like, just like rich, rich kids in California. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if you like it or not, but I just, uh, it's just about rich uh, high school and college slash college students in, mm-hmm. in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, I, I think I watched the, they did a remake, um, Channel 4, they shot on Channel 4, um, yeah. and that was just called 90210, that's how I got into yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty much a soap opera. Um, yeah. My flatmate is heavily into Baywatch, um, again from the 90s, I, I don't know why, but she watches it on Amazon Prime whenever I'm not in the room. Oh really? Um, what? <laughs> she, oh, she loves it, absolutely loves it. She's always singing the theme song and everything. Um, oh, fair enough. The only thing I knew about Baywatch was people running out of the sea. I, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what, and what that, it was about. Like, and Pamela Anderson was in it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't like the bare minimum facts about it, like. Yeah, um, what well, Pamela Anderson, David Hasselhoff as well, and oh, oh, no, he, oh, no, he is, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's pretty much all I can say about um about Baywatch as well. And that used to have like the classic like running in slow motion like into the sea to save someone's life and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember like Trouble TV? Yes, 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 yes. Um, they had the show so. If you had cable, you had Trouble TV and you had Nickelodeon and mm. those things that I watched. So on Trouble, I used to watch um, One on One. Remember, we were quite mm. 
Yes. I'm surprised she hasn't done more since that. I thought she was really good in that role. Well, yeah, she's, done I, a, yeah. she's done a few things here and there, but I thought she'd be bigger. Um, yeah, you thought she'd be like a, like a megastar, like, I don't know, I don't know who yeah. to, but someone who's like, I don't name now. Like Kiki um, Palmer, maybe? I like think that kind of like her, yeah. yeah. Myself. Um, I used to watch... Um, Did you watch In the House with LL Cool J? A bit, yeah, not that much though. I, I quite enjoyed it because it had LL Cool J and then was it Kim Wayans was like his friend and then um, Carlson from Fresh Prince. So it was, it was, it was kind of a crossover because Carlson from Fresh Prince was playing, wait, oh wait, did he say play the same character? I can't remember. But anyway, there was a, there was a guest episode with Uncle and Aunt, sorry, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv came in one episode. Oh really? But I don't know, I don't know if he was called Carlson in the show though. I think it's just more of like a nod to Fresh Prince or whatever. Right. Um, the in-house is good. So I think it's specific on Trouble. Um, oh, my Wife and Kids. That was the, yes. that was, that was the show. That was great until the later seasons when it got a bit silly. But when it was good, it was really, really good. Like, um, so like engaging storylines. And also, like, it, it, like um, I think it portrayed, like, nice family ideals as well without being too cheesy or anything. It was, mm. um, I, I just thought it was funny. Really funny. I loved it. I reckon um, that should be another show that won't age well either. Um, I'm not so sure, you know. Um, like Michael Kyle, man, like the dad, he was funny, but <laughs> the things he used to say to Jay, man. Like, I remember that, like, there was an episode where, like, she wanted to go back to college to study because she couldn't go to college the first time round because you have he had Junior, the first yeah. child, and he was not here for it. He was like, you need to be looking after the family. Basically. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, that wouldn't go. I'd be fine with that, but obviously in our hypersensitive times in 2020. Um, and like, I remember everything. Like, when like Tisha Campbell Martin, like um, Jay, she had like, some part, like, I don't know what happened behind the scene, but like, a few episodes that she wasn't in it. And the show, what was written into the story was that like, her mum was ill, like in a different or like sick that had to look after her. And she came back mm. and put some weight on. And stuff, and he was like, it was so horrible about her. Oh, we kept making weight jokes. I think there's one episode where he used to make weight jokes, and then there'd be times where he wasn't making a weight joke, but she'd interpret it as that. Yeah. I think like, they, were, they, were drive, they were driving in the car, and I think he said that um, the tire was low on one of the corners. Yeah. And it happened to be where she was sitting. Yeah. And, um, and then I think they were joking about something else, and then she, was, she got pissed off, and he was saying something like, oh, you need to lighten up. Because, yeah. oh, there you go again, lighten up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? Did you? Um, I don't really remember it, but there was a show called All of Us as well that I remember liking. But yeah, I, I remember that show. Yeah, I, I remember just, that show. I can't remember what happened at all, but I remember enjoying it. I think um, it might have been like a Will Smith produced show. He was in a couple of episodes. Possibly. Like it was similar to one. Like it was like you know basically sitcom about a black family. Well, I, it, think, I think that with the parents divorced, I think. The, yeah, so the parents were separate, separate, separated. Were separated. They had a son yeah. and he was, and, and the man was in a relationship with the boy's school teacher. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's, um, <laughs> I think the main character was Dwayne Martin. I, I mean, I haven't seen him in anything again since, so. Yeah. I'm literally looking it up now. Nickelodeon. So Nickelodeon was um they had Clarissa explains it all. I never really watched that, you know. Was it any good? It was alright, yeah. It was pretty good. I just remember like she'd be against some white background with maybe like shapes or letters on the wall behind her. I don't know, it's like a really early memory. I think um, isn't that the um isn't that the opening credits? Possibly. Um for me, Nickelodeon was all about Hey Arnold, which I think is one of the greatest cartoons I've ever seen. Yeah. Hey Arnold, um, and also like underrated, but as told by Jinder, did you ever watch that? Never watched it, no. So good. And um, the theme tune was sometimes sang by Macy Gray as well. Like they had a few people that sang the same theme tune, but um, sometimes it was Macy Gray. Yeah. As told by Ginger, Hey Arnold. Um, I was one of those people, I'd never, I've never watched SpongeBob Square, SquarePants, but it seems one of those things that everyone's seen. So I don't really have an opinion on it, but I never watched it. Did you ever see it? Or? Not really, no. I didn't realise that. Was, I didn't think that was our time. I thought that was a bit later. I, th- I felt, I got the feeling it was 
only a few years after us, but so many people like know all the memes that it relates to, and they talk about Squidward and yeah, and SpongeBob. And I, I kind of feel like did I did that did I just miss that or something? Yeah. Um, and Sister Sister was Nickelodeon as well, but I, um, I'll be interested to see how that's aged because I haven't, of course, I haven't watched that since I would have been about nine or ten years old, I guess. So a very long time ago. But. It's doing okay so far. So I've actually just finished the first season of Sister Sister. Yeah. And yeah, it hasn't. Um, it's not hitting my um, hitting my snowflake sensibilities. So it, it's doing all right. Um, oh yeah, but like I think anything I watch from an older time, I wouldn't look at through a. Oh god, it's not really cliche, but through a twenty twenty lens, I wouldn't try and do that too much. Because um, you know things are. It's a simpler time, and you, know, yeah, you could that, say things and not, and not have to pay for them. That then was good. <laughs> I, like, I just don't enjoy. I just don't enjoy watching it, so I don't watch it. But, um, right. So, well, sister, sister isn't. It hasn't been like that so far. But, um, the mom, Lisa, played by Jackie Harry, I think her name is. She's the star of that show. Yeah. The one who had like all the comic timing. She's the one that yeah. She's the one that makes it. Rest of the I've heard, yeah, I've heard a few, a few people say that. I might, I might watch it. You know, what? I might watch it later after Bake Off. I might give it yeah. a watch. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I think I genuinely, I do. I actually do think it's funny. Like, it's a good like, it's a good show for like preteens. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like not... I think. Well, understanding more at this age as well. I think back then you watch shows, but you don't get all like the different nuances, and you don't get all the um. All the details of what happens in the, in the storyline, the plot, and and like mm-hmm. social issues addressed at the time that mm-hmm. went, that goes up, go, well, went over my head when I was a little kid. Anyway, I got, yeah, a lot of people might have picked up might, that picks up on it, but um, it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. There we are. We're gonna watch it. I see you got on high. <laughs> Basically, I didn't want to say that, but oh, I. <laughs> You can um, hike here, it's fine. Okay, if you're sure. <laughs> in lockdown um, part one, yeah, stuff like mate, used to um, we used to get a takeaway. We honestly we used to get like two takeaways, three takeaways a week. We yeah, to, yeah. We used to smoke. Same. Yeah. And then watch MasterChef, the professionals. We went through like two whole seasons of it, like just like just. Why would you watch that? Yeah, I feel strange with watching them. Um, Serious stuff when I'm high. I mean, it depends on how serious. But like, why do you want to watch a cooking program? Like, Master Chef the Professionals is not a serious show. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, is it not? Okay, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, it's it's a, it's a good one to watch when you're high. Like, it's funny because you know they have like, they have like maybe I don't know. They start about thirty chefs, and the first thing they make hmm. them do is like some like so the team main chef Monica. And Marcus Waring, Marcus Galetti and Marcus Waring, they like will show, will, they will like give them a task, something they have to make. But the one mm. tells them how to do it, they're just like, you need to make this, you've got 20 minutes, off you go. Oh, let's give them a, right, okay. Yeah, and they'd have all these ingredients in front of them and just have to make it. And some of, some of what they made is just like ridiculous. And like, they'd always like, but always do close ups of their, their facial expressions when they watch them like just make this really shit food. Oh, right, okay, right. But if it's a professional, surely that there wouldn't be any well, I would I would think it wouldn't be too bad, but maybe I'm wrong. You would think um, well, like the way that um, <laughs> the way that um, that Monica and Mark were going on this year, like you presented them like from like, mm. on a plate. I think my favourite things to watch when high has got to be so any cartoons, so you know I absolutely love Bojack Horseman. I would yeah. please watch Bojack Horseman. It's just amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, Rick and Morty. I've watched South Park and Family Guy. So any cartoons. And mm-hmm. um, when I said I can't watch serious stuff, I watched Goodfellas the other day when I was high, and it's just, I don't know, it, just, it didn't fit, it didn't strike the right time. Not, no, not Goodfellas side. It's Donnie Brasco, mm-hmm. like a mob film. Yeah. So it wasn't really the same. Um, However, like me and some friends, we used to watch The Office, the US Office, um, yeah. <laughs> which was great to watch. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, so ridiculous. But um, I might try Sister Sister later and see how I think. But any cartoons, I just, I just love them. You know, I, I just makes me feel happy and back to childhood. Yeah. But yeah. 
I can't get into Rick and Morty, you know. I mean, I haven't watched it while high. Yeah, yeah, I can't get into it. And you know, I, I think, um, I don't know, like it's, it's got a really, it's got a very crazy fan base. I know that much. Um, yeah, it's like a really cult fan base, doesn't it? Yeah, it's fun though. It's, it's just a fun show, really. Um, how much have you watched it? Though? How much have you tried? Like, I haven't watched that much of it. I've, like, from so I, I remember trying to watch like the very first episode. Go one. I think I got like the first three or four episodes. Yeah. Oh, I watched one with you, didn't I? I think once when we after your birthday. Mm-hmm. I think when um then we were back at the flat. I think I just we just put it on, didn't we? Um. I mean, we would have been fucked up after that. So I, think, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, that was. Oh god, I was so drunk, man. Lord have mercy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no. Uh, I would recommend. Well, Rick and Morty is good. Bojack Horseman is it the thing with Bojack and I've discussed it before but it's it's not a comedy per se but it is funny like there's a lot of comedy in it but there's also a lot of serious themes as well and it deals with um, you know very real issues that we experience as adults yeah. and that particular celebrities in Hollywood would deal with I just think it's amazing I think I just I can't rate it enough I'm watching it through for the second time now and mm-hmm. I've never felt so passionately about a cartoon. I just absolutely love it. <laughs> Please watch it. It's just, Maybe, it's well, just amazing. I've been looking for. Um, I've been looking for a new um, a new project to take on. Yeah. But maybe that can be it. How how many seasons are there? So there are six. Um, I think there are about. Apart from last season, there tends to be about twelve episodes in each season, but it's like twelve episodes, like twenty six minutes. Because cartoon, mm. um, I would if I were you, I would give the first two seasons a go and see what you think after that. But yeah, watch the first two seasons. Yeah, um, like in BoJack, the the penultimate season of each, sorry, the penultimate episode of each season is always like a big deal. So I would watch, just watch the first two seasons and then see if you like it. Okay. But, um, I I just I can't I can't rate it highly enough. You have to give me something to watch now as well to add to my very long list of to watch. Um, um, well, I've just finished watching the four. That's um, it's like do you watch do you watch like detective shows like crime shows like those gritty British shows? Um, I can I can, I really can just take a leave. Them, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love a good who done it. And this one, um, this one is, is really like, it's like one of those like psychological dramas. Julian mm-hmm. so, Anderson plays like a hard nosed, like cold, well, it's supposed to be like cold hearted um, detective, like, um, like special superintendent officer, whatever. And she travels down yeah. to Belfast to, to, um, to investigate this crime. And she gets like wrapped up in like, um, in this whole like serial killer murders. It's um the first two seasons are really good, and um I think that Gillian Anderson is hot. Well, you've said already, so it's in. It's got Gillian Anderson, and it's a detective suit, and it's set, and and it's set in Belfast as well. I might, I might give it a watch actually. You should, yeah, you should. Yeah, that sounds yeah. on the surface. That sounds good. Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson in that show is so sexy, and she wears like. You know those like blouses that you wear in the office and those like pencil skirts? As like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> office party, as I say. And also, um, like, I don't watch The Crown, but she played Thatcher, didn't she? Yeah. And when I heard she was playing Thatcher, I was like, she's a bit too good looking to play Marvel. Yeah. Like, Thatcher, <laughs> yeah. I thought, like, not even good looking, but obviously she's known for like a sex appeal, isn't she? Whereas, um, yeah. Thatcher wasn't, but uh, I don't know. Um, I'd, I watched maybe the first two episodes of the first season of The Crown, but couldn't get into it. But um, I don't know about you, but when I, if a show has lots and lots of seasons and it's got a massive following, if I come to the show quite late, I just feel like it's a massive undertaking to catch up and get to like, so we, as you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a good binge watcher. I can't watch lots and lots of the same thing over and over again. I get bored quite easily. Yeah. Um, I, have to, I, have, I really have to take my time with TV shows. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's something that matches my preferences like a hundred percent, like a hundred percent overlap of what I like, then yeah. I can't really binge watch. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So I think that takes us to the end of a, another show. 
interesting. Yeah, I don't know why it was called a show, like, you know, like, we're like really established and have like millions of listeners and stuff. Like, that's what comes <laughs> on the show. Like, <laughs> I guess it's more accurate to end of the episode, end podcast, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. We're Black Boy Joy Podcast. Um, subscribe to our, us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Leave a glowing review for it if you do listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts. And some kind words if you have them. Um, follow us on Instagram at BlackBoyJoyPodcast and uh, Twitter at BlackBoyJoyPod. And you can email us at um, BlackBoyJoyPodcast at gmail.com with any questions, queries. Any money you want to send us, maybe, then uh, you can send it there. Anything you want to say, we'll happily listen to. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we don't get much feedback, do we? Not really. We get um, some, so yeah. Nice. Um, we've had, um, like, a, a few people have, like, have actually said something, um, have said something about on um, the Apple podcast that's fine, but it is, like, relatively few and far between. Yeah. Okay. So any more will be great. Any, any way that we can improve with that would be helpful. So, yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will speak with you soon. Yes, thank you. Yeah.